The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. singing a song and it's a good day for moving along yes it's a good day how could anything be wrong a good day from morning to night oh yeah baby it is a good day it's going to become a better day and then the weekend is going to be here 710 on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is a Friday edition of our program. We have as I always say on this day made it to and hopefully through another week of uh, great conversation here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, you are welcome to be part of the program always on the Frio Stack Auction Service text line at 304-214-1600. The Frio Stack Auction Service phone line is 304-232-8255. Your input always valued and always, always is a strong word. <laughs> But most of the time, your input is mostly valued and mostly appreciated. And uh, feel free to text or call us when the mood would strike you. Clear and cold this morning, cloudy and warm during the day. Daytime high, mid 50s today, but right now it's cold. 26, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 24 at the Highlands, 20 at my home studios in Elm Grove, and 26 here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. I've been meaning to ask you this a couple of days, Bob Slider. Um, uh, has your blower wish been working? Have you did you, have you wished properly for the blower? No, because I have to tell myself not to do that. <laughs> not to and, waste and, your wish. And it's not working. So I think it did have something to do with it. But uh, no, and it, it's been cold the last couple of days uh, uh, driving into work, Howard. But welcome to March. Today is March first, day first March. and we're getting closer and closer to spring. Absolutely. Uh, daylight savings time. I started seeing postings on Facebook about, remember, daylight savings time, about two weeks away, something like that. Um, the 19th is the official start of spring. I think that's what Adam told us. So we are, we are in the springtime month, at least, um, one day late because of leap day, but, but nonetheless, here we are. Welcome to March. And it looks like March is coming in. I would, I would say like a lamb, you know, it's the old coming in like a lamb, go out with a lion or vice versa, depending on what the weather's like. Um, it's going to be partly cloudy, but a high around 56 today. So we're coming in today like a lamb. Then to, on the other hand. Tomorrow it's going to be rainy, so I don't know. Is it is it lamby or liony? I don't know. Well, I think it's uh, like right in the middle, Howard. Because look ahead to Sunday. Sunday's pushing seventy, yeah. and Monday and Tuesday I think is the same. So yeah, Monday, uh, Monday we're going to be into the seventies if all goes well. I might take a vacation day on Monday, Howard. So well, all right, please let me know ahead of time, will you? Because <laughs> you'll take one with <laughs> me. I think I would like to take one as well, if you don't mind, sir. Uh, <laughs> Seven twelve in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is cold this morning though, uh, nice and clear. Boy, I love coming in in the morning when it's light outside. Uh, it's, it's so much better driving into the light than it is driving into the dark. Uh, but it's cold. It is cold. I said 26 uh, at the airport. What have we got today? Well, here is, I guess, some good news. We'll get to it in a minute. The Department of Highways uh, reportedly considering delaying the start of the Stone Arch Bridge work in Elm Grove. They were listening yesterday, Howard. I, I, I don't think that is a, a far stretch, Mr. Slider. I'll talk about what I know and what I'm hearing behind the scenes coming up in only a minute or two. West Virginia lawmakers are worried about a potential federal clawback of millions of dollars. 
in COVID money already spent by the Justice Administration. When I say millions, I'm talking about $465 million that the federal government may be coming back. We want that money back? I want my money. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And if, if there's no money there. <laughs> yeah, so it's already been spent. It went, so we'll talk about that. Uh, now, this is not new. We've been hearing these rumblings for a while. And I, when we get to it, we'll talk about this. A lot of the stuff is coming from Eric Tarr, the senator, finance chairman, who always has not been a fan of the governors. And so, yeah, it, but but it's sitting out there. And it, what they're using that for is an excuse to not do a really good budget. Well, we really can't afford to put a budget together because we may have to pay back $465 million. Give you all the details coming up a little bit later on. Oh, a big whoopsie. Oops. A big oopsie. Double oops. Wendy says, wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe we're not going to cha- charge hamburger prices at different times of different days. Oops. They, they were listening too. I Howard. believe that to be true. You will notice that the oopsies have come from things that we pounded our fist about and made made a big deal about here on this radio show. We said that is the dumbest damn idea we've ever heard. And the CEO of Wendy said, huh. You know what? Those guys might be right. Got the details coming up in a minute. Uh, the Uniglobe travel team has tips and suggestions for your quick or long-term getaways, whatever you'd like to do. We will, among other things, continue talking about their trip to Ireland and Scotland. And um, newspaper writer John McCabe and I will uh, look back on the local news of the week, a number of things that we'll have on the agenda. Plus, Bob and I take a look at the highlights from our show this week. Did you have some good highlights? I do, Howard. They came pretty quick uh, this week. I have a lot of um, I have a lot of them. I thought this was one of our good weeks. This is my opinion. We'll get to it in a bit. I thought this is, real, this is one of our really, really good weeks, but nothing super extraordinary. You know, I, I couldn't pick a highlight. Oh, I disagree, sir. Oh, you got some good ones, huh? I do. And I'm using, I shouldn't be the judge, but if you go by how fast the week went by, Howard, it went I by. mean, zip zap. So we must be doing something right. I, I'm feeling good about it. So, uh, and I've got a long list. Don't, I have actually a long list of my highlights. It's just, I, I, with, with a couple of quick exceptions, there wasn't a lot that I felt like, oh, do you remember when? I think day after day was just a, they were good shows. Well, and, well you can, know, we, can I say, like, is that too much? No, no, no. It's better than, man, we were really lousy this week. <laughs> and, and you know what, Howard? It, it goes hand in hand when, when we have a topic that, that people are talking about and are concerned about, it, it makes our job a lot easier. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and when the people get involved, which I, I did a People Speak survey this week, meaning when I did my highlights, I went back through all of the texts of the week gone by to see what people had texted me about. And a couple of great calls and, also. And we had a couple of, of, of jump out subjects. So all of that is coming up this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Again, you join us as you choose to at 304-214-1600 uh, or 304-232-8255. Now, much of the week has been spent with our concern uh, over the um, announced Work on the Stone Arch Bridge, the Hump Bridge, the, um, I don't know, all, it seems like it has a million different names, but the bridge that connects to Monument Place in Elm Grove, uh, they are going to start work on that. They've been talking about it for a couple of years. They had announced earlier this uh, month, that they, or last month, I guess, actually, that it was going to be done in the month of March, and Bob and I, uh, being Elm Grove residents, pointed out all the potential problems that that's going to create, the traffic troubles that are going to be uh, started because of that work. And then yesterday, uh-oh, 
We learned that they're going to close the Kruger Street Bridge, which would have been one of the very few ways to alleviate some of that traffic, but they're going to close it for two months. And we're not just talking about any bridge here. We're talking about the oldest bridge. In fact, it's older than the state itself. It is indeed. They the built that bridge when we were Virginia, so it's it, it does mean something. And that's why it has to be done, and, it needs, and it's important that it be – look, I'm, I'm one of these people who does believe that sometimes some things are just plain old and some things are historic. I think that bridge is historic. It, no doubt about it. And and it needs to be built and uh, to be rebuilt and brought back up up to snuff. Well, here is what I, I did a lot of checking around yesterday. I made some calls. I did a little sniffing. I had beans for lunch. That was part of the problem. I did the sniffing. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I uh, I did a little sniffing around. Here are a couple of things that I learned. First of all, one of our texters said this yesterday, and I kind of poo-pooed it. And I talked to people who are in the know, and they said this is true. Charleston, Jimmy Riston in particular, we'll get to Jimmy later on this morning too, <laughs> Charleston has a complete and total control over where, how that information comes out. Charlie Reynolds around here and the uh, Tony Clark before him and the others at District 6, they cannot say what they want to say until they're told they can say it by Charleston. So the flow of information comes out of Charleston. And somebody, asked, somebody texted me that yesterday, and I kind of poo-pooed that, but having talked to people who know, they said, that's, that's, that's the case. It's all controlled out of Charleston. I also had this throwaway line. I don't know if this to be true or not. Someone said to me, and Jimmy Riston doesn't like us. So I, I don't know if that's true true or not, but, but, but there is It, it that. appears that way. Somebody doesn't it like certainly us. Seems, it certainly seems that way. However, what I have heard is that uh, there was a, a gathering of the minds yesterday, and the Department of Highways – I'm not saying they're doing it. The Department of Highways is now considering holding the Stone Arch Bridge work until after Kruger Street Bridge is done. Well, that makes sense. That would be a gigantic help. Um, so if, if that is true, and again, I heard, I talked to people who are in the know on this now. I'm not just talking about some willy-nilly guy on the street or Slider and I, and we just, we just pop off when we want to. I talked to people in the know, and they said that there, seems, there is a very strong likelihood the Department of Highways will delay the start of the Stone Arch Bridge until – Kruger Street Bridge is a, firm, is a firm thing. It's starting on March 17th. It's going to take about two months. That's a done deal, and it's going to start on March 17th. The Stone Arch Bridge, they might be able to delay that for a while. The other thing, which we talked about a bit yesterday, and Erica Storch actually texted me this yesterday – one of the issues the highway department has to look at is because this is funded with federal money federal money requires a certain timetable and they've got to make sure they can they can delay that project under the federal guidelines to keep the money so that's what they're looking at right now right now they're looking are we able to do this and still keep the money and if we are i think you'll see a delay of that project. And we're not going to harp, at least I'm not going to harp like we did yesterday. And that is very important, but also is important the, the what is going to cause the community of Elm Grove. So I, I think we'll be able to compromise, Howard. I hope so. And it's, it sounds to me like, once again, with enough of the right people pulling on the rope. Way to go, Charlie. And there have been some people pulling on the rope here that uh, we're getting a um, – Maybe maybe the best we can hope for. Again, I, the Stone Arch Bridge has to be done. I said that from the beginning. I I sincerely hope, and when if if these timelines are adjusted a bit, as I expect they will be, I will still then be saying now use this delay to get some proper traffic signaling in there. 
traffic cops like you talked about yesterday, Bob, or a good game plan or traffic signals in place, proper detour signs. Uh, There's a lot of traffic control that could be done to make this easier. And hopefully if they delay the start of that project while the Kruger Street Bridge is underway, take time to figure out how to make the best of it. It's going to be a problem. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm willing to suck it up and live with it to some extent, but I am just have been concerned they haven't done their full due diligence. And I will say this, Howard and I both from Elm Grove, and we both very concerned about this. If you and I both had the idea that they were planning, they were taking their time, they were listening right. and going to do the right thing, you and I would feel a lot better, but there has been none of that. No, no, there's been, I said, there's there's been no, to the best of my knowledge, there has been no planning and there has been no communication. And that's been my biggest issue. At the very least, communicate. You know, the state has really not communicated with the um, with the city, for example. They're just out there doing their thing. Uh, but uh, but again, I want to say I want to be careful now because probably be, probably because of this show. <clears throat> well, probably not. No doubt about it. But um, uh, it looks like people were, were listening. People have heard some of the complaints. Um, some of the people around here in the know and in the power have made some calls, and things are things are moving or in this case, not moving in, in a proper way. Uh, meantime, and, and then there are people who are paying attention. Last night, for example, I understand bus drivers in the Elm Grove area, school bus drivers, got together to figure out how are they going to reroute themselves up Kruger Street because that's going to be an issue. So there are there are people who are being proactive and trying to figure, figure it out. So I feel better this morning than I did yesterday, I'll tell you that. After well, Howard, you made me feel better. So good to, good to know that things are getting done you watch we'll go through there today and it'll all be blocked it'll be off. Clo- all closed off <laughs> with a big sign says ha ha with the possibility of only being a pedestrian bridge after the state <laughs> yeah. gets done oh don't say that don't say, don't. somebody listening is going to hear that and think that that's actually what, what what's going on uh but I, i'm i'm very excited about that so i i'm i'm pleased to see that some things are getting it looks like things are getting done and what's getting done is the smart move they never should have had these two projects going together. That was the difficulty. Now, that was part of the difficulty. And now let's let's get some uh, let's get some traffic control in there, and we'll be in better shape. Seven twenty-three here on the Watchdog Morning Show. So a little uh, I, I, was that an oopsie? I guess an oopsie on the part of the Department of Highways, but it looks like they're backtracking a tad. And I love it, it when people just say, "Let's let's think about this for yeah, a minute. Maybe slow maybe, down. maybe we jump too quickly. So we'll see." Or, as you said, we'll go home today and discover. <laughs> it's, it's Total chaos. <laughs> uh, coming up next, the other oopsie I wanted to talk about. Wendy said, did, did we say we're going to change hamburger prices? Did, did we say? I don't think we said that. Another oopsie from Wendy's. We'll talk about that coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Join the Nailers for Faith and Family Night Sunday, March 3rd. Enjoy the pregame faith presentation, including player testimonials. Fans will have a chance to hear how faith has impacted players' lives both on and off the ice. And don't forget, it's Screen Time Sunday. One lucky fan wins a free TV, courtesy of Walmart. Plus, there's a post-game skate and $2 Sundays. Pub drops 410. Get tickets now for Faith and Family Night. Call 304-234-GOAL or go to wheelingnailers.com. My name is Mike Campsey. I am an interventional cardiologist and the chief of cardiology at Wheeling Hospital. I think the value of HVI in this region is tremendous. We offer such a wide spectrum of services from prevention to intervention. We're gonna get the patient in as quickly as possible. That's the most tremendous benefit to the patients in this region is we're here 24-7, we're available to see somebody. 
Are you traveling? Working a little bit too much? Is your fur baby starting to get a little shaggy? Let Dirty Paws be your one-stop shop for all of your pet care needs. Stop in and see us at 202 18th Street or give us a call at 304-639-7754 to schedule your appointments for dog grooming, doggy daycare, and dog boarding today. The Mountain East Conference Men's and Women's Basketball Tournament presented by the Health Plan is back at Wheeling's West Banco Arena March 6th through the 10th. The highest scoring NCAA Division II Basketball Conference in the country brings back last year's national finalist West Liberty and the 2022 Women's Basketball National Champion Glenville State to the floor. For advanced tickets, go to westbancoarena.com or visit mountaineast.org for tournament information. You can watch the entire tournament at mountaineast.tv or wvmetronews.com. The championship games will air on Sportsnet Pittsburgh. The Mountain East Conference Basketball Championships presented by the Health Plan March 6th through the 10th. The coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Clear and cold today, uh, clear and cold this morning, cloudy and warmer today, daytime high in the mid-50s, but it's cold right now. 26, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 24 at the Highlands, 20 in Elm Grove, and 26 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. It is 726 under our Friday morning edition of the program. Um, you recall a couple days ago I told you an interesting story. I found it to be so, and you did too, based on the number of texts that we got about it. The CEO of Wendy's, in an earnings call with investors, quarterly earnings call, they do those all the time, uh, the CEO of Wendy's said, hey, you know what? Next year we're thinking about dynamic pricing. Dynamic pricing. Uber pricing, he called it. Surge pricing, they called it. It would be this. If you were to go to Wendy's in the morning and there are not too many customers there, you would pay one price for your Wendy morning burger. If you would go in the afternoon and there is a really big crowd there, you'd pay more. If you hit them in the midday when things are slow, you might pay less. If you went to a skeezy part of town and got your Wendy burger there, you would pay less. If you went to a more elite section of town, you'd pay more. Surge pricing. It would vary depending on time of day, location, and the amount of business they have. That's surge pricing, Uber pricing. Dynamic pricing. Now the CEO of Wendy's, having no doubt listened to this radio show, yesterday said, did I say that? Did I, I'm pretty sure. I don't think that's what I said. No, I didn't, I, I didn't say that. Uh, Kirk Tanner uh, said that he was misconstrued. He was misconstrued. We're going to change the specials we put on our menu boards. We'll have a different, in the mornings, there'll be a morning special. In the afternoons, there'll be a lunchtime special and so on. It will vary. The menu board's specials will vary. But, oh, we're not going to change the price of anything. We're not going to change things based on, on a dynamic scheduling there. Um, and he said, I just, I think you all misunderstood. I even saw a little bit more damage control, Howard, where he came out and said, I, I think it was the same guy that made the idiotic comments yesterday. He said that, no, 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 what I meant was uh, the prices will go down. <laughs> we'll go down, not up, not up. <laughs> yeah, he said that, you know, it, uh, this is a way we can, we can do specials during the day and change the specials during the day. So, again, in the morning, there, you know, you might have, and I, 
picking numbers, but you might get uh, two sausage biscuits for uh, $2. That'd be the morning special. Um, and then the afternoon, the special might be two double Wendy burgers for $2. Something like, so it would be your, your specials would, would vary, which is, that's, I think they do that anyway. But, um, but he said, no, just ch- change it. No, we're not going to do that. I, I didn't mean that. What, what made you think I meant that? I believe their uh, national headquarters is in Columbus, right? They got their start in Columbus. I don't know. If I, I, would, assume, I assume it still is. Yeah. You think you could hear the spirit of Dave, Dave Thomas <laughs> saying, who is this what idiot? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> You're ruining everything I built here. Little Wendy herself is popping up going, Wendy's pissed. What, you're going to change the price of me? from t-? So anyways, calm her down. This is a calmer down morning, right? This is the morning to calm down. Stone Arch Bridge may now not be done right away at the same time as the Kruger Street Bridge. That's still pending, but I think that's going to happen. And Wendy's isn't going to change the price of your burger depending on whether you're in a crappy part of town or a good part of town. All is well in the Wendy world. In fact, you can cross the Hump Bridge today, make a left, go down the road a little bit, go to Wendy's, go to Wendy's and have a nice lunch. And the price of the burger will be the same all day long. So, <laughs> I just, <laughs> you know what? I, I mean, it was kind of, he's claiming it was misunderstood. I don't think so. But I do give credit to people who quickly realize, man, did, did I make a mistake? Holy crap! Should I? I just should. I should never have said that because, again, we weren't the only ones around America that were talking about this and raising a ruckus about that. So, there you go. I thought that was kind of interesting. Seven thirty in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, coming up a bit later on, McCabe and I are going to kick around some of the Ohio Valley news of the week, including we'll talk a bit about the. Uh, uh, Stone Arch Bridge and the Kruger Street Bridge and all that sort of stuff. Uh, the uh, Uniglobe Travel Team is going to spend some time talking about their upcoming Ireland and Scotland trips. Well, we'll te- take time to talk about that. And in uh, West Virginia news, several legislators are worried that the federal government is about to come knocking at the door. We need our money back. That, uh, that the Justice Administration may have misused some of the uh, COVID money, some of to the tune of perhaps as much as four to sixty-five million dollars. Governor, they're here to get their money. Is that Carter Bank? <laughs> who, who is I that? Hold down before they can't have the green. <laughs> they gotta wait. <laughs> well, wait, it's not Carter. Who is it? Who now? is it? <laughs> Goodness, federal government's here. What do they want? They want my money. Everybody's trying to get some money off the governor. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get to that. And I did not talk yesterday about, and we alluded to it. The uh, Jimmy Riston, I just mentioned Jimmy Riston, the transportation secretary. Um, you remember a story a week or so ago that um, he was driving erratically. He got stopped by the police and let go, and there were a lot of questions about what happened there. We are having some answers to those questions, um, and, and I'll share what I know with you. It, it's, this is not news today. It was really news yesterday, but well, I'll get to that coming up this morning as well. So I've got all of that for you. What have you got for me? got a couple of texts coming in, 304 304- 214-1600-304-214-1600. Highlights of the week coming up uh, probably right after the 8 o'clock news break. Stay, stay around. That's going to be the highlight of this week will be the highlights of our past week. But one of our listeners has a highlight of the week. Bob, just quickly here. My highlight of the week is Howard training for a marathon by running. So That's a good one. That's a good one. And let's see here. Stack auction service text line 304 214 1600 I I don't I mean yeah this is this morning 
I don't understand this. Help me figure out. Is it out. cryptic? What is it, Howard? If you had to kill the animal, do you think you would settle for the fries? Wow, that's out there. I don't know if that's deep or just idiotic, Howard. I believe someone probably has gotten their marijuana card. I'm just uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking. Let's see. I think I'll do one more before the news break here. Um, Howard, why would you even announce that? Now that these restaurants have their digital menu boards, they can change the price, 50 cents, 75 cents, a dollar here, a dollar there. On all those packaged meals, and nobody would even know. Um, the last time you've driven through McDonald's or Wendy's, do you remember what you paid for a number twelve or number three? I'm not sure what the point he's making, but I mean, I, 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 I actually assume they change the price of those deals from time to time. And I never pay attention to that. I no. mean, I just I, I never say, well, how much is it? I think I got ripped off this morning, Howard. I won't tell you where I stopped, but I got uh, two. I got a Pepsi. Man, I hate to admit that. I got Bye. one Pepsi. I got two uh, power aids and a newspaper. It was almost twelve bucks, and it didn't hit me till I got in the jeep. What was the price? I mean, what what was the high price? Did you? <clears throat> I didn't even look, it, but it hit me when I got in the jeep and I started t- towards town. Two power aids, a Pepsi, and a newspaper. Almost twelve dollars. Pepsi's couple of two, bucks. Yeah. Know, so two. even if they were let's three, call it three three bucks of the Pepsi. Uh, newspaper is buck fifty, buck and a half. Yeah. Now it was a four fifty. So that would put the Powerades at like five dollars. Well, maybe they someone are. right. Yeah, that's maybe that's, she didn't like me. I don't know. I don't know. Are you the guy from the radio show? I I get that all the time. And are you are you the one who mentioned this to me yesterday? Somebody said this to me. You know, my son said every once in a while they say Monroe Monroe. Are you are you related to Howard Monroe? I am not. His, fr- his first words are. Do you? What do you think of him? <laughs> do you listen? Yeah. <laughs> what What do you think of him? What do you think of him? <laughs> um, and of course, I said, "Don't pay attention to the joke that Bob made." So somebody did. Oh Lord, you're telling me the Stone Bridge is going to be pedestrian only? No, it's not what we said. It was a joke. What's wrong with you people? Can't take a joke. This whole show's a joke sometimes. She should be used to it. <laughs> 7.35, 25 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I'll tell you who's not a joke, but she can be funny, and that is Taylor Long in the Ohio Valley News Center, WTRF-TV. She's got her headlines for us right now. Good Friday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this March the 1st. Police are still hunting a convicted sex offender after he led them on a chase yesterday. 55-year-old Keith Roberts is on the run after evading a traffic stop yesterday morning in Jefferson County. He's wanted for child molestation charges and failure to report. Things escalated when he allegedly rammed a U.S. Marshal's vehicle. Now the local police and sheriff's office are searching for him in Mingo Junction along County Road 74 using both canines and drones. If anyone spots him, they're urged to call 911 immediately and not to approach him. Roberts has been on the run for weeks, with Wells Township warning the public about him earlier this month. He is a Tier 3 sex offender. And staying in Jefferson County, Danielle Bentley, a mother from Mingo Junction, has been arrested after her toddler son tragically passed away with drugs in his system. The little one, just two and a half years old, was rushed to Trinity Medical Center on February 18th after a distressed call about a child choking. He tested positive for cocaine at the hospital and later died. Bentley is currently facing a charge of child endangerment with the possibility of more serious charges to come. She's now in Jefferson County Jail, according to Sheriff Fred Abdella Jr. 
Officials are still waiting on the official autopsy report, and Sheriff Abdella says the prosecutor will charge Bentley accordingly. It's been two weeks since the Cleveland Cliffs dropped the news about their plans to put their Weirton-based tin plate production plant on an indefinite pause. Just this week, the ITC shared a final report explaining why they believe imports aren't hurting the U.S. industry. Cleveland Cliffs and the United Steelworkers Union are not too happy about that. They jointly stated that the ITC seemed to have overlooked the USW's filings and testimonies that could have pointed out unfair trade practices. Stay with 7 News for updates. That was a look at your headlines. Have a fantastic Friday and a wonderful weekend, everyone. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Judge Ron Wilson was born and raised his family here in West Virginia. He is the most experienced judge in our mountain state. During his years serving the citizens of Hancock, Brook, and Ohio counties, Judge Wilson was selected to sit on the Supreme Court, was voted Judge of the Year, and was selected in 2023 for judicial excellence. Let's keep Judge Ron Wilson. I'm Judge Ron Wilson, and I respectfully ask for your vote. Paid for by the committee to keep Ron Wilson judge. When the unexpected happens, it's good to know you can count on the certified professional restorers at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Whether it's fire, smoke, flood, or storm that damages your home or business, you can rest assured that we have helped thousands of families just like yours. With the right people, equipment, and expertise, we are ready to respond 24 hours a day to get you quickly back on your feet. When disaster strikes, just pick up the phone. On FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. You take it on the run, baby. If that's the way you want it, baby. Then I don't want you around. I don't believe. Yes, by the way, I did run again yesterday. Now again, I did. I looked at the video of me running. Where is this video? Running is... I, it's, running is maybe not exact. It is what I'm considering that I'm doing, but if you were to see me huffing and puffing down the street, I'm not sure that you would... You know, it's not like you see somebody running around the track, you know, doing the, the, the four miles or whatever. I mean, it's, um, but I, I was, uh, Teddy wanted to, it was a little bit cold, but he wanted to go uh, scootering. So we went out and scootered and, um, and always granddad, let's race. So I had, I had my race going. So I, I got, I had my race on. In honor of that, today's theme is uh, running songs, Howard. All you, right. You picked up on that. Uh, all right. Well, I, I'm, I suspect I'll be, well, t- actually, Teddy's and his family are going to go out of town this weekend. So I, I really hope to take him someplace where we could do scootering and running a little bit more aggressively this weekend. But I think they're going to be going 
They're going to be going to do more fun things than even what we have. Uh, 7.40, till the hour here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, it is a clear and cold morning this morning, but it is going to warm up during the day today. Let's get a little sense of the timing of all of that as we go over to the Big 7, WTRF-TV, and Adam Fike. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Howard. How are you? Well, it's Friday. It's still a little early in the show, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about thinking about the weekend, thinking about lunch today. Dinner tonight, lunch tomorrow, dinner tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about the weekend, so that's good. And it looks like it's going to be a, a pretty good weekend, right? I would say for the most part, we could run into a few showers, but that's not until after dinner tonight and before sunrise tomorrow. So just a very brief window where we could see rain. It's going to be in the 50s, but Sunday, sunshine in the 60s. So I like nothing to well, let's work our way to Sunday by starting off with today. Clear and cold morning this morning. We're roaming around 24, 25, 26, depending on where you are. Uh, so it's a cold morning again. But we are going to warm up and warm up fairly nicely today, right? Mm-hmm. We quickly start to warm up. So by 10, we're into the 40s. By noon, we're into the 50s. The only downside, I would say, is we slowly lose the sunshine throughout the day. So by noon, it's partly cloudy. By dinner time, it's overcast and we can see drizzle. Okay. It's going to be it's going to feel nice, but it's not going to look as nice as yesterday. So it's one of those. I'll I'll take it feeling nice if we lose a little bit of sunshine. I'm with you. Yesterday was one of those again, beautiful. Just by in the afternoon at least, it was just a full fledged, mm-hmm. gorgeous blue sky, sunshine kind of day. Not going to have that today. We'll see some some clouds mixed in with uh, if we have sun, it'll be clouds mixed in, but warm. That's good. Uh, and then mm-hmm. uh, then we talked about the weekend. Pretty nice weekend with maybe some rain in the early part, right? Yep. Just. I would say early tomorrow morning, honestly, before a lot of us even wake up. Okay. So that's pretty much out of the area by 6, 7 a.m. So most of us just see cloudy skies in the 50s tomorrow. Okay. And then we go really up nicely by Sunday. It's going to be just a – Sunday and Monday look great. Oh, absolutely. Sunday, it's going to be like last Sunday. It's going to be pretty much clear skies, a few clouds early in the morning. Maybe a little bit of fog, especially before 9 a.m., but then the rest of the morning, the rest of the afternoon, pretty much clear skies. Monday, we're into the 70s. Yeah. Yes, it's 70s. I said that correctly. I like that. I like that. it's going to be sunny. Tuesday, unfortunately, it's going to be like today. We're going to see sunshine in the morning, but slowly lose it with rain showers returning in the evening. But we do stay warm. We do stay warm again, right? Yep. Stay in the upper 60s. Few spots try to push into the seventies, like that. But Wednesday and Thursday, we start to. I say cool down. You can't see me, but I'm giving big air quotes because it's still <laughs> going to be above average temperatures. The sixties and fifties Wednesday into Thursday, but more rain chances. But we'll be in the fifties, and I mean, it's it's not like we're going down to fifty one. It looks like we'll be in the high fifties probably or sixty ish. So that's even that's even that's pretty good all, all the way around. It's a good forecast. We begin the month of March today. It's March the first, and I feel like we're. We're now beginning the, no pun intended, March to spring, you know? It's also the first day of meteorological spring. Oh, that's right. You guys talk about the meteorological spring. Actual spring is the 19th, am I right? Um, unfortunately, I'm the wrong person to ask. I think we've looked this up like four times. I think we have. Every time I bring it up, you go, I don't know. I better check it out. And that's because you forget just like I do. I think it's, I think the 19th. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong about that. You would be correct. I just looked it up real quick. (laughs) And then, and then, and I'm not going to ask you, I'm only going to say it's coming soon. I think in about two weeks, daylight savings time uh, kicks into effect as well. 
So all of them are signs of, of, of spring. We're moving forward, and if we're lucky, we're out of the uh, serious winter problems. Always can happen, always can happen. And we always say, I remember Easter snows, but it looks like it looks pretty good. Now let me ask you before I let you go, it's a Friday morning. Um, whereas Abby told you you're going, go, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are your plans for the weekend? <laughs> this time, Abby doesn't have any plans, and it was my mother who made the plans this time. So. Oh, okay. So still have to respect my mother, even though I'm getting married here soon. Oh, yes. Mother is always going to be a mother to me, so we're going to go up and see my parents. Oh, that's nice. After Abby gets off work tonight, probably play some games, watch some movies, just family things. That sounds good. What about no. you guys? No, I, I, my, you know, usually the weekend I, I play with my grandson a lot, but I, he and his family are going on a, a little mini vacation this weekend. They're going to be going over to D.C. and up to Baltimore and doing some you know, can visit the uh, the Inner Harbor. Just have they're going to do some fun stuff. It's his spring break next week, so he has days off. So um, my wife and I are, are free, which I, it means one of two things: we may go out and have a really nice dinner or two, or three, um, or we'll sit at home and eat hamburgers and stare at each other while we watch Perry Mason reruns. It'll be one of those. T- <laughs> one of I think it's going to be the second if I if I have to make a prediction. You think so? It <laughs> could be. You might be right. Adam, have a great weekend. You and Abby, have a good weekend. And, uh, and, and tell your mom we said hi, too. And we'll... Uh, you as well. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot. Uh, I, I should not phrase it that way. Where did Abby tell you you're going? That was probably not the right thing to do. But I think we have learned by now that he has learned by now. They're only engaged, but the wedding is coming. Just, just, just... Abby, tell me what I'm going to do. He is He's learning the ropes, Howard. He is indeed. 26 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 24 at the Highlands, 20 in Elm Grove, and 26 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. One more, one more quick food uh, item, and then I'll get, I think I'll get off food for most of the rest of the morning. Um, you remember the famous quote, Bob, let them eat cake let them eat cake marie antoinette said that during the french revolution let them eat cake it didn't go over very well not so well this is not going over very well either the ceo of the kellogg's company gary pilnick this week said let them eat cornflakes for dinner now nothing wrong with cereal for dinner i'm not a cereal person but i the problem is what he was saying was you poor people if you can't afford a real meal at night just have some cereal because cereal's cheap. That came across to some people, to some people, as a little offensive. Another big shot that had an idiot attack, Howard. Just, you know, just stop talking. Just, you know, the strong, silent type. There's a reason that, that we like them and the reason they're often successful. They don't flap their mouth off and get themselves in trouble. Um, Mr. Pelnick mentioned the affordability of cereal and how it will be a cost-effective choice for families under the financial gun. But this has been met with a lot of backlash. A lot of people say it's insensitive. He doesn't understand. And, uh, and so, you know, probably instead of having more Tony the Tiger, they'll have less. I don't know. I'm not a big cereal fan, are you? Uh, once in a while in the evening. I'm more of that would be something I would Almost eat before like a snack bed. Kind of yeah, thing, maybe yeah. a bowl of cereal and maybe a little bit of white toast, Howard. I'm not a cereal person at all. Um, I have any more only because Teddy likes cereal. He'll have Cheerios or cornflakes or whatever he have, and if he has a bowl of something, sometimes I'll I'll get it too. But I'm with you. It's more of a snack than it is a breakfast or dinner thing at all. I don't know that. 
You know, I love I love the concept of breakfast for dinner. You know, for dinner, having eggs and sausage and stuff. I like that. I don't know that I, for dinner, I don't think cereal for dinner strikes me as much of a. And when I'm on this kick of watching what I'm eating, uh, I don't eat a lot of cereal for the simple fact I I douse it with a lot of sugar, Howard. So I, I got to give that up. And it begins with a lot of sugar anyways. And most cereals do. Yes. And then the extra sugar on there. So anyways, uh, the CEO of Kellogg says, let them eat. Cornflakes for or dinner. Or Fruit Loops. <laughs> yeah, fruit Loops, if you prefer. Does until the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. Checking sports coming up in a minute or two and the highlights of the week in the next hour. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. I'm not buying till I checked on Most of us are faced with uncertainty every day. Your job, your finances, sporting events, schooling for your children, and so much more. With so much uncertainty surrounding you, there is one auto dealership that you can be certain about, and that's Doan Ford. You can be certain that you always get a great deal and the best service afterwards. Being in business for over 50 years has given Doan Ford the reputation of being a strong, reliable dealership. Be certain. Choose Doan Ford. Online at DoanFord.com. I'm not buying till I check Doan Ford. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands with a full array of quick service choices from McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Taco Bell, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, Chick-fil-A, or DiCarlo's Pizza. Or you can dine in at Eden Park, Promanti Brothers, Texas Roadhouse, El Paso, or Quaker Steak and Lube. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. The timeless sounds of polka live here. Join us 9 to 11 a.m. on Sundays for the Polka Showcase with Rich Biella. Sunday mornings never sounded so good. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. In honor of my newfound running fad or whatever it is, <laughs> we're doing running bumper music today. I like that. Good choice, Mr. Slide. Appreciate that. Nine before the hour here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. Phone lines are open at 304-232-8255, and the Frio Stack Auction Service text line is available at 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. But before we do any texting or calling or other stuff let's do slider on sports thank you howard last night a late night in seattle the pittsburgh penguins were cooled off the crack and shut out the penguins two to nothing jake gensel and brian rust still out of the pittsburgh lineup with injuries the road trip continues out west for the penguins Next stop, Calgary. They take on the Flames tomorrow night. It's another late night, 10 o'clock Eastern time start. Yesterday, it was announced that longtime Pittsburgh Steeler play-by-play man Bill Hillgrove is retiring. 
Hillgrove has been the radio voice of the Pittsburgh Steelers since replacing Jack Fleming. I was going to ask, he took over from Fleming, He did, right? way yeah. back in 1994. Hillgrove, 84 years old, will continue with broadcasting. He will be calling both the University of Pittsburgh's football and men's basketball games. That's why I never was a Bill, big Bill Hillgrove fan. He's a pit guy. <laughs> I want no parts of him. Last night, girls basketball, Class 4A, Region 1, Preston at Wheeling Park. Wheeling Park, way too much for them. They win big, 91 to 18. Howard, 91, 91 to, 18? to 18. Alexis Bordis, a huge game. She had 30 points. Natalie Dockerty added 25 points. Tonight, boys basketball class double A region one final Wheeling Central and St. Mary's winner goes downstate. The game will be played at Wheeling University. Can't make it to the game? No problem. Where might they hear it? They can hear it right here, Howard, on the Watchdog Radio Network. A tip tip off at seven o'clock. We'll get on the air at six fifty-five. Jerry Ames, the voice of the Maroon Knights, and Ryan Storm with the call. Also tonight, Class A Region One, Madonna is at Cameron. Triple A Weirton at North Marion, and Four A. Wheeling Park will travel to Morgantown. All of the region championship games, Howard, will have a 7 o'clock tip-off. For more sports talk this afternoon, tune in to the Pine Room Podcast from noon to 3 on the Watchdog Radio Network. Coach Matt, Jarrett, and Jubb, all those guys right here in the studio. The Pine Room Boys from 12 to 3. And, Howard, they're just getting started. What do they do at 3 o'clock? Tonight. And, you know, if, for me, when listen, when my show is over, I go out and have a little lunch and take a nap. Right, not these guys, These Howard. guys, no. Man, that's not what they do, no. They are just getting started. Tonight is the big watch party. Watch party, Bob. What's a watch party? Well, the Nailers are in Cincinnati. They're going to take on the Cyclones. The uh, Pine Room Podcast guys will be down at Waterfront Hall. There's giveaways, drink specials, trivia, other games, much more. And when the game comes on, you can watch it on the big screen with those guys. That sounds like a fun night, doesn't it? You get to watch the Nailers. You get to have some drinks and some whatever. And and you get to... uh, uh, play some games and all that kind of stuff. And most importantly, you get to hobnob with the Pine Room Boys. All those guys will be there tonight, Friday, March 1st, 6.30. Be there. It's a beautiful place. If you haven't been down there yet, you're just going to be, wow, you're going to go like that. You're going to say, this is really, really nice. It is at Waterfront Hall, and it's brought to you by the Pine Room Podcast, Wheeling Nailers, and the fine folks at Waterfront Hall. As you mentioned, if they, if, if any of our listeners have not been to Waterfront Hall, this might be a good time to do it. And if not this time, go down and see it. Waterfront Hall is a great addition to the Upper Ohio Valley. I love what uh, Dan Millison has done with that place. He had a really, he had an absolutely perfect vision. Uh, it began with, I'm not just going to bring a new restaurant in or a new business. I'm going to make it sort of a you know, conglomeration. So you got Avenue Eats there. You got a bar there. You have uh, Now you have the wood-fired pizza place. He's got an event center upstairs, which I assume is probably where uh, the Pine Room guys will be going. And uh, it's just all the way around. Uh, it's, a, it's a great uh, Great place. Check it out tonight, 6.30. You will not be disappointed. Slatter on Sports Time, 7.56. You're done right now, but you're not done for the weekend. You're here tomorrow morning too, right? Pine Room Boys. Not the Pine Room Boys. They're they're tonight. They're tonight. Pine Room Boys at noon and at 6.30. Waterfront Hall, yes. Tomorrow from 8 to 9, it's the good old boys. We've got a lot of boys running around here, Howard. Got the Pine Room Boys. Got the good old boys. (laughs) Uh, The the Sports Huddle Boys. Uh, All of us will be here tomorrow, uh, again, from 8 to 9. Good old boys on sports. And then when we finish up, it'll be Doc George's. He's the host of the Paul Harris Saturday Morning Sports Huddle 
from nine to noon. So that sounds uh, pretty good. Um, and we have do we have WVU tomorrow? I think we do, don't we? We do. I got to find my sheet, and uh, it is where? Texas Tech. I think it. Texas Tech. I think I'm right at WVU. Uh, yes, it looks like Texas Tech at uh, West Virginia, five o'clock. That's probably the pregame. Uh, I think. Uh, we'll have it all right here. It'll be there because we are the voice of the Mountaineers, and so there you go. My, uh, For those of you texting me, I'm, i I got a lot of texts coming in, and I can get to them. My text line keeps dying and coming back. I don't know why. It, uh, it So let me open this up because i got a couple of texts here that I wanted to get to if I can. Um, it, it just It's on screen, then it goes away. I, I don't know what the, what the problem here is. Do we not pay our text line bill? I don't know. That's not it. That's not it. I'm only joking about that. Uh, let's see. Um, hold on. Uh, Frio Stack Ox Service text line 304-214-1600. Howard running is like Trump's fake news. <laughs> no, I again, my definition of running is a little bit different than maybe what you, you're thinking about running. But no, it's, it's, it's I, I do run. Uh, okay, I don't know what that means. Some, you know, some of you just have to make everything into crazy politics. I, I, politics is okay, but crazy politics not. Um, so I'm going to skip over that. Um, I have to assume this is our good friend from the morning, Bob. Morning, Abe. I'm guessing so. Um, good morning, Mr. Monroe and powerful Pierre. Uh, our city is in desperate need of your keen investigative reporting. And then he goes on to share with me a rumor that he's heard. It's a rumor that I've heard on and off, on and off over the last couple of years. Every time I hear it, I check into it. Every time I check into it, it's not true. It's just a rumor. It lives in Abe's mind, apparently, but not in the real world. Um, but So I'm not going to share the rumor, but the text con- concludes, can you possibly research this rumor? I have... On more than one occasion, I've gone to the source on more than one occasion, and the rumor ain't true. But, you know, sometimes what was an old rumor becomes a new rumor, and the new rumor becomes true. So can you possibly research this rumor? I shall do so. I'll make a few calls. I'll ask. And you know what I'll hear, though? I can tell you what I'm going to hear. Oh, for God's sake, Howard, I've already told you there's nothing to that. But I will do it because Abe has asked us to. And because Abe, although I think sometimes he's a little hoo-hoo, uh, he is, if nothing, but consistent. We can count on Abe hearing from him, hearing from him every morning. And we can tell what he's going to say every morning. It's going to say something about how he can hardly wait till the current city administration is out of office. Abe, appreciate your, your text. Thank you. I'll look into it. It's going to be false. It's been false every time I checked into it. But I'll, I'll check into it. Almost 8 o'clock here on the Watchdog Morning Show. ABC covers the world. Then uh, Bob and I will do highlights of the week. I want to talk about a couple of statewide stories, including the clawback of $465 million from the federal government. Uh, and then uh, the Uniglobe team is coming in. Busy morning. It's a Friday. One AMC.